Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BDEntrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We are here to get you ready for Thursday's action on the diamond by recapping everything that took place on Wednesday, the news, the notes, the fun, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of that great stuff you've come to know on the First Pitch Podcast. So let's get cracking. Let's do it. Let's talk about some news from Wednesday's action. Robbie Ray, bad news right out the gate. Out for the rest of the season with a flexor tendon repair surgery. Not good. I didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express, but I'm pretty sure that's not good. So he's donezo for the season. Big bummer, but from a fantasy standpoint, I was telling some people on Wednesday that I'm glad they made this decision so it made it easier to just drop him because you're holding on to Robbie Ray as long as you can. We have some other guys like Brandon Woodruff and some other pitchers. It's like, if it's worse than it is, let's just say it. Let's rip the Band-Aid off and let's get things ready for 2020 because just having them sit there ain't going to cut it. So Robbie Ray out for the season. Tanner Bailey makes his MLB debut, and he was absolutely outstanding. Make sure you go over to PitcherList.com and check out um, uh, Ben Palmer's gift break. on 33 gifts of Tanner Bybee's debut he was great. He was everything as advertised for a whole more from one Bybee. He went like six innings, struck out eight, was absolutely filthy. He had the changeup working and he had all his off-speed pitches working. It was absolutely glorious. And uh, hopefully it's some things to come. Uh, Tito Francona said that Tanner would be staying for a few days. He'll be traveling on the road trip. They're his next start, but... At least that's some optimism. They're keeping him around for now. So we'll see how that goes. Logan Allen is scheduled to pitch on Sunday. So we could potentially have a Logan Allen, Tanner, Bybee situation here. And they still have Gavin Williams in the minors, who is outstanding. So this Cleveland Guardians rotation, you know, you still have on the AL. still have, we're trying to figure things out. McKenzie's done for a while. It's uh, still looking pretty strong. They got an embarrassment of riches in the starting pitching department. Aaron Judge gave all fantasy managers a scare there for a second. He slid into second base trying to steal a base, got caught. It happens, you know, but uh, got up a little gingerly, went straight to the locker room with the trainers. People were very concerned all over Twitterverse. He came back, only DH for the rest of the game, though, did not play the outfield anymore. So he went to the DH position. We'll have to see what news comes out on Thursday about Aaron Judge, as the Yankees have, I believe, a day on Thursday. So keep that one in mind. A lot of this took place on Wednesday. A lot of this guy left the game because of this, and it's not good. A lot of it was because of hit by pitches. Javi Baez left Wednesday's game after getting hit in the left hand with a 93-mile-an-hour fastball. X-rays were negative, waiting to find more information out for Javi Baez. Hear him today. Josh Young 
left Wednesday's game after being hit on the extra negative. He's considered day-to-day. George Springer left Wednesday's game after getting hit on the right hand. X-rays were negative. Consider him day-to-day. So, yeah, three guys, and it was all within the span of, like, it felt like less than 30 minutes, where it was like boom, boom, boom. It was uh, not good. Not good if you're rostering these players in fantasy. Uh, some other bad news. Herman Marquez made his from the I.O. on Wednesday from uh, a forearm strain, and then he left his start after he threw a, he threw a couple innings, but then he threw a pitch while he was warming up kneeled down or basically crouched down behind the mound, asked for the trainers immediately, left the game. Not good. Not good at all. We hate seeing this. Her mom, Marquez, might be done the season. We can eye on one. Back to the Texas Rangers. Trevor Jankowski left the game with a left hip tightness. Jankowski's been, like, quietly playing well. He's been in second almost every game, especially with right-handed pitchers on the mound against the Rangers. Uh, so keep it on him. He's been deeply viable right now, like AL only, 15-team deep. Not quite 12s yet, but some guy to eye on, especially the second, a pretty potent Texas Rangers offense. Um, another shocking, um, well, this one's not as shocking as Taj Bradley, but uh, Jordan Walker was sent down to AAA. He's been playing like once or twice a week now, it seems like. There's that embarrassment of riches in the outfield that the St. Louis Cardinals have. So it's Jordan Walker's kind of the odd man out. He's apparently been working on a swing. They want to send him down to the minors to do it full time, see how that goes. The weird part is, is a couple days ago when Paul DeYoung got activated, I believe it was on Monday, Taylor Motter got designated for assignment. So that means anybody could have tried to sign him. Well, when the Eagles sent Walker to AAA, they signed Taylor Motter to a major league contract and brought him back to the team. Such a weird, just like, why don't you send Walker down on Monday and not put Motter on waivers? It was a very, very weird situation. Now they have Motter and they have the Young on the bench. They have, this shit's just a weird Cardinals pulse right now is very bizarre. Uh, the manager Marmol's gonna be lucky to finish the season with them. He's a horrible manager. Um, it's gonna be a weird situation there in St. Louis. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim they recalled their top pitching prospect Chase Silst up to the bigs. We saw him briefly last season uh, with the Angels. They say initially he's going to start in the bullpen. This kid's very very talented. Uh, in his little brief stints last year, he was like hit and miss, is what you'd expect from most um, young starting pitchers. But when you look at Chase Silseth um, in AAA so far this season, you know, he's got a .90 ERA, 4.17 xFIP, like that. But he's got like almost a 61% ground ball rate, has not given up a home run yet in uh, the PCL, which is impressive through four starts, through 20 innings pitched. He got a K per nine. Really, really good stuff. With the Angels last year, he made seven starts, had a 6.59 ERA, 4.24 exit. Not quite getting comfortable there, but in the minors in Double A last year, because he went straight from the Bigs, had almost 12K per nine in Double A, a 2.28 ERA. Uh, if you look at that, almost a 26% K to walk at Double A and Triple A this year, about a 15.6 because the walks were up to 10.4. So just some things to monitor with Chase Silseth. He's been very, very effective. Um, he's going to start in the bullpen. But those days are numbered in the rotation sooner because Jose Suarez is close to his Madison Bumgarner swan song right now. And I missed on Suarez. I thought he'd be a nice uh, nice little, little uh, late-round value. Like, literally, he was late. one of your last picks, so that's why it doesn't hurt as bad. But what he's doing right now is dreadful. He needs to get his mind right somewhere, and it's not in the bigs. So expect Chase Silseth to, to clip into that rotation. For now, he's starting in the bullpen. Another sad injury situation here, Taiwan Walker. Uh, was giving up some hits. They were starting to you know, get to him, and then he leaves the game with the forearm tightness. We know what that usually leads to. 
So T's and P's to Taiwan Walker. Let's hope for the best for him. And just healthy. It is one thing. It's getting hit in the shin with the baseball. It's his neck. It's his back. They're like they made rap songs about Kenta Maeda. Well, on on uh, Wednesday it was three innings pitched, ten earned, eleven hits. They just left him out there to dry. They ended up hurting his back, and he left the game. I don't know if he really hurt his back or if he just hurt his back from carrying all those earned runs. I don't know what it was. But Kenta, he had that one really great start early in the year with all the strikeouts. Kind of showed glimpses of that, and then he just he's been hurt ever since. It's been a rough, rough go for Kenta coming back from TJ last season. Let's talk about some hitting highlights on your Wednesday, April 26 action here. Jose Miranda, two for three, two home runs, three runs, three are guys. Wow, you're awake, Jose. It's great to see. Those are his first two home runs of the season. He's only hitting 240. He's been a bench for many, a cut for others. Hopefully, this is a sign of things to come for Jose Miranda. There was high, high expectations coming into 2023 and not met, not been met at all. So hopefully, a sign of things to come. Is meeting expectations for the most part. Is Bo Bichette, he went three for four with a home run, two runs scored, three RBIs, and a walk on Wednesday. Bichette's now hitting 340 on the season. He's hitting second for the Blue Jays. That's a heck of an average in front of Ladito. The red hot Chatton Varsho is playing well. So Bichette can do that. He's got five home runs, 15 scored, 15 RBIs, a 20% walk rate, which is outstanding. In other ways, he's got the 340 average. They throw a 20% walk rate on top there. The dude's balling out. He's striking out 20% of the time. That's not bad. The one thing when I opened up and I said he's doing almost everything that you'd expect from him, zero stolen bases. Zero stolen bases for Boba Jett. And this is the guy you're expecting 20, 20, 25, 25, maybe 30, 25 type stuff from. Everything else is there, just no stolen bases, especially in a landscape where everyone's running. Makes you really wonder what's kind of going on there. Last but not least, the hitting department, Joey Gallo. Just got to mention him because it's my boo right now. I've planted a flag. I dug in on him this past week and wrote him up on every fab article I had and talked about him on every show I've had. Joey Gallo, one for four with a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs. Joey Gallo is now hitting 262 on the season, which is really good for Joey Gallo. Seven home runs and 14 RBIs. Dude, be crushing baseballs. His hard hit rates, the root, he has like a 30% barrel rate. It's like an 80% hard hit rate. It's nuts what Joey Gallo is doing. So enjoy it while you can. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters box at PitcherList.com. Let's talk about some starting pitching highlights on the day. I'll let left Tanner Bybee to Ben Palmer and Nick Pollock. They did a great job. You don't need to hear me talk about a few other hundred on seven shutout innings against the Tampa Bay Rays. Two hits, two walks, eight strikeouts. Just outstanding stuff from the young Astros hurler. 12 lifts, 34% CSW, and 94 pitches. Uh, Hunter Brown was a guy that he's had now three really, really starts to questionable starts. You know what they call that? That's a young kid figuring out at things. And you know how good he is. That's why you just kind of stick with it. It's going to be scary what he turns into someday. And what we saw on Wednesday is what he can do once he really gets into his groove. It was, it was a clinic. It was an absolute clinic on the mound. It looked really good. And the Astros obviously are enjoying all of this. Well, he did it, and Zach Gallon just stays amazing. I think I might have to talk about him every time he pitches again. Six and a third shutout innings against the Kansas City Royals. Four hits, zero walks, 12 strikeouts of his 19 outs. It's pretty good, folks. 17 lists, 35% CS, 97 pitches. Now, for Zach Gallon, who had a couple of hiccups early in the season, this is why you don't panic with, with aces unless it's like a continual thing. But you got to give him a little bit going here. Pitch clock, all the other goodies. After two bad starts, 
over his last four starts, Zach Gallon has four starts, 27 innings pitched, a big zero run over those 27 innings. That's a 0.00 ERA for those keeping back at home. Eight hits, one walk, so nine base runners over the 27 innings. And here's the here's the good one. Here's the real good one. 41 strikeouts. 41 strikeouts. And over percent walk entering Wednesday. Do the math on what he did with 12 Ks and no walks. It is nutso what Zach Gallon's doing. Enjoy it, folks. Last but not least, you say Kikuchi is cruising. Five and two thirds or four hits, one walk, eight Ks. We saw Barrio do it on Tuesday night. Kikuchi on Wednesday. There's some water in Toronto. Chris Bassett and Alec Manoa need to go find it. But 15 whiffs on 35% CSW with 89 pitches for Kikuchi on the season now. Four and zero, which is amazing. With an ERA of three, a three six two fit, not too crazy. Like you take a three six ERA from Kikuchi and be over the moon with it. Twenty strike over twenty seven innings pitch, which is great. And the most impressive thing to me, like all those stats are great for Kikuchi. No one would have guessed pretty much any of those. He's only walked six batters so far. That is huge. That was a big problem he's had in recent years. So he's totally knocking walks down. Been super effective. Great to say from you, say Kikuchi. Make sure you're into the Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and check out his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Let's head to the bullpens here. Relief pitching highlights for the day. Not too much in the crazy department because Hader got his ninth save. Class A got his eighth save. Actual closers, the team's closer ones, are the got saves. It was nice to see. If you're a fantasy manager, you're like, Wow, this is what I like. Press got a mentor got to save. I guess go down the list. It's like, oh my goodness, this is great. Uh, the only thing I could take away for sure without going deep, deep diving, Andrew Chafin picked up his fourth save for the D backs. We kind of already made previous shows. It's been documented in articles on Pitcher List and other places. Chafin's the dude for now. He's the dude. But what I want to mention, Miguel Castro pitched the eighth inning. He's got he has at least one save earlier this year, but he pitched the eighth inning. And he's been doing that time and time again. He is Chafin's setup man. The reason I mention this, a revolving door closing world, Castro's the dude you want in, in uh, Arizona. Many people already knew that, but this is the guy you want. This is the guy the Diamondbacks want. And it's kind of been mentioned here and there. If you read between the tea leaves, it's just they want to put the Chafins, the Melansons out there to potentially trade them. Now they're actually winning baseball games. We'll see how that works. But Castro's the next up. That in mind, if you're a stashing person on the wire, uh, read the daily reliever ranks article on pitcherlist.com for more information regarding start, uh, relief pitching action. All right, before we get ready to preview the Thursday, April 27th, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. 
Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrick, and a.k.a. Casey Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. All right, let's do our usual goodness here. Let's let's, let's hear about the weather. Mark Paquette. Thanks, Brian. Well, the only weather issue today is the first game of the day, the Marlins at the Braves afternoon game. There's going to be some showers around. I think it gets wetter as the game goes on. Should be able to get this one in, but can't rule out a postponement and especially not a delay. But luckily, this is the only weather game of the day, like I said. Back to you. Thanks again, Mark. We always appreciate the weather here. Hopefully it stays dry in the Northeast as we avoided all the problems on Wednesday. A couple little little issues on Thursday, but that's as you look like. Let's talk about some DFS targets for your Thursday action here. You have a early starting at 12.30 p.m. Eastern time, and then you have a five-game late slate starting at about 6.40 p.m. Eastern time. So just throughout the day, some of the things I'm looking at here, I want the Angels versus J.P. Sears. I think the Angels will stay red hot. This is A's pitching. Like you want to start pitchers versus the A's, and you want to start bats versus the A's because they're just bad. So the Angels are in a great spot there. You got some nice discount pieces. But one of the big reasons I want to get the Angels here is the red-hot play of Brandon Drury. That is one I want to keep an eye on. Brandon Drury's been crushing another home run on Wednesday, really playing some good ball. I like the Mets versus Trevor Williams in the evening, and I love Baltimore versus the lefty Wentz from the in the evening. Those are some places I love to attack. Uh, on the mound, though, you got Show Aver the A's during the day. That's a great one. In the evening, you got Show Mac, Shane McClanahan versus the White Sox. Loving that one for sure. And then Kyle Gibson versus the Detroit Tigers. And Kyle Gibson built out that 11K performance his last time out. Things I'm looking forward to. I always to show time, especially on the mound. He's been ridiculous. Like he had a home run on Wednesday night. Uh, he might hit another one on Thursday because JP Sears is pitching. But Shohei on the mound is just a thing of beauty, especially against a bad team like Oakland. That's fun to watch. I want to say Shane O'Max, McClanahan versus the White Sox. This White Sox team is abysmal right now. They're so bad. Shane's locked in. He's a machine. So really looking forward to seeing that. And then as weird as this sounds, like to me, one of the best <laughs> matchups in baseball t- today on Thursday, the Dodgers versus the Pirates. Pirates are the best team in the National League. They beat the Dodgers 8-1 to one on Wednesday. You got Leo Urias, the ace of the Dodgers. First, Mitch Keller has been very serviceable this season. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Things you think you'd never hear on April 27th. Just throwing it out there. Seems very, very fun on this slate. But that'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Make sure you guys go to PitcherList.com. Go check out PL Pro, PL Plus. Become a member over there. You get awesome tools. You get the awesome Discord. You get pitching bots. They'll give you their predictions for streamers. You get all kinds of greatness over there at PitcherList.com. So become a member. You will not regret it. But that'll do it. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow for your Friday edition. But for now, this was the First Pitch Podcast, your Thursday, April 27th edition. Hope you guys have a good day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.